1: Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes.
2: Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Hello and welcome to Not Without My Sister, the podcast where... Do you think we need to keep doing that at the beginning of every podcast? People don't know now. The podcast that is... Impossible to explain because we just ramble about random things that we know some stuff about. Excuse me. The most relatable podcast (laughs) that talks about uh, life, the universe, current events. The podcast for everyone who has a sister or wishes they had one. Or wishes they didn't. Or is a sister. I'm Rosemary McCabe. I'm Beatrice. And today on the podcast, we're going to talk about my favourite topic and also thing to do, complaining. Oh, I thought you were going to say blowjobs. (laughs) She's so accurate, that's why you're annoyed. <laughs> We were talking about the other day. When you said something like, God, you wouldn't have time for that. And I was like, time takes four minutes. No, you didn't say that. You didn't say you said time. It takes three minutes. Oh, yeah. The length of a song. If you, if you really put your back into it. I can't imagine you ever putting your back into it. I uh, know you have to. Do, no, no, no. You just do it lying down. That's, that's the best way. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I brought it up. Pardon the pun. <laughs> yeah, this is absolutely your fault. Mom, if you're listening, Beatrice brought this up. Mom, if you're listening, you're doing it wrong if it's longer than three minutes. <laughs> <laughs> That's what dogs do, Beatrice. Oh God, keep going, keep going. Okay. Okay, so we want to talk about complaining on the basis that basically we're Irish and we find it very hard to complain, don't we? Like in restaurants and stuff. Well, and actually, I feel like Americans are better at that. Well, actually, it's funny when you said that because I was thinking, complain. we love to complain, right? Oh yeah, we love like among complain. ourselves. Yeah, we love to complain, we just don't like to actually do it, anything about it or tell the person to whom like that we are complaining about or oh, the, the yeah. object. But listen, 100 yeah. percent like restaurant scenario, right? You're sitting there, you're eating your dinner, mom turns around and goes, Oh, the steak's very dry. I like, I think these potatoes could do with a bit more salt. The waiter comes around, and is everything like delicious. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like that's that's the, oh, Irish is way, isn't the same. Isn't it? Well Don is American and Don is the same. So I'll go, we'll be at a, a restaurant. And I'll go, is this nice? It's 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 gross. <laughs> and I go, okay, hey, well do you want me to change it? No, 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 shh, don't say anything. we we'll just we'll never come back here. We'll strike this from our list. Now you're literally making him sound like a little like (laughs) California granny. Well, that's what he said. Well, I'm trying to. He he complained about the voice I gave him, but I mean it was a perfect impression. That's even worse. Okay, so I'll go back to his actual voice. No, no, we're (laughs) never coming back here. (laughs) 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 And I go, what do you mean? Because now in Fort Wayne, it's not like we have an an unlimited, you know, assortment of options. Oh, you're right. Once you take something off the list, that's yeah, and he's taken multiples off the list. Has he? Yes, he has. For what? What kind of infractions? Is what? it all just like food like flavour related? What or? is this decor? I, I can't relax in oh. here. These seats are so uncomfortable. Okay, well, do you want to move over there to the banquet? No, no, just finish up. Let's go. Oh my god. Speaking of decor, I was telling Brandon I can't wait to go breastfeeding Cracker Barrel. Why they'd probably be like, The Virgin Mary has returned. Brosme, there's nothing like there's oh, nothing. I feel like obscene. Cracker Barrel's very I feel like there's gonna be a lot of like dirty looks. Where is Cracker Barrel here? Is there one? There's several. Oh, I think. I only ever went to Cracker Barrel once. Just down in the Florida, Florida. Apples. I don't know what I got. I went down Ugh. in Florida when I was with Don and his family, and we went. They, we went and we went. Oh, we first of all we went on a trip out to see I don't know the Everglades, and Don on the way there was t- giving me like the history of alligators and how dangerous they are, and how you know you really need to be careful because they can move with such speed that even though they look very kind of lumbering and slow, they can jump out of the water and grab you before you know you've been grabbed, and then they t- they bring you back underwater and they. They twirl, like they, they, twirl they shake themselves you around, around like a rag doll, don't they? Well, they twirl you, they totally disorient you. Then they drown, then until then they basically twirl until you're drowned and then they go and hide you somewhere in a cave. Right, so all this, now I'm terrified, right? So then we get to this, like, I don't know what you would call it, swampy area. John jumps out and gets, starts shouting, an alligator, an alligator. And I go, where? And he goes, about a foot away from me, look. And he did not move. And he, I was like, get back over here. <laughs> No, and he was—he just kept pointing at it, like, and laughing really gleefully, like an absolute, I don't even know what, lunatic. Maybe he was just like, I don't think I want this with this woman. Maybe. Well, his mom was standing beside me and she was like, this is incredibly dangerous. <laughs> yeah, she was like, "I." she's like, Dan has always been like this. He's just ridiculous around animals. Oh, she also texted me this week to tell me that she said... She said, I lolled at your description of me. I never had a poisonous snake. Well, listen, it was a snake. So might as well have been poisonous. She goes, and I did not feed it mice every day. You feed mice. You feed (laughs) mice to a snake once every three or four weeks. Mm. But I mean, regardless, she took a mouse and she, she fed it to that snake in her house. So like, that's not Kimmage. Listen, you would actually be lucky if you had a snake to eat all your mice. In your, especially in your previous houses. Oh my God, did I tell you Dom found a little desiccated mouse at the Are bottom you? of the stairs this week, a baby oh, mouse. Oh no. You well, told me he found one squashed under something. Yeah, we, we just got all the carpets cleaned. So they came back in all rolled up. So he put them downstairs because we were going to just put them away Ooh. for a while because they just keep getting too filthy, which I mean, I know is the whole purpose of a carpet, but like right, Rugs, rug, like, rug yeah. yeah. So he, he goes downstairs. To, so they, they got dumped at the bottom of the stairs. So he goes downstairs to pick them up. And he said he found a little flattened, mummified, uh. Baby mouse under one of them. I don't know how. Obviously, when he threw it down over the stairs, it just like squashed that thing there, then and there. God bless. That's it. kind of a skill. God bless. But sorry, can I just go back to Crackerbarrel for one second? They have mm-hmm. excellent Christmas decorations. That's where I got the glittery holy Bible that I gave Mum. I would love a glittery holy Bible. Oh my why God, didn't you get me one? one. Listen, this Christmas I'll go back and get glittery okay, great. holy Bible. I'll come Bibles. with you. Mum said she thought it was a bit blasphemous. Of course she did. Listen, I think Jesus would love a bit of glitter. Actually, that's a good point. Like, why is glitter exclusively? I think it's part of the whole like austerity vibe in the church. What austerity have you been to the well, Vatican? That's actually true. Yeah, yeah. I was thinking more like they think like you sorry, know. it's austerity for you, non no, austerity but for us. I suppose austerity, not I mean like austerity of fun, not austerity of like money, but in terms of like that's too fun for religion. You can't make well, religion fun. My auntie Elizabeth gave me a family holy Bible for my communion. It must have been it's covered in glitter. No, oh, but I loved it. I read it like. Front to back, of um, course you did. Beady no mates. I finished my Jane Austen collection now. I'm going to start into the Bible. I absolutely loved it. I read it but like it's full of great stories. Genuinely, it's the Old Testament or the New Testament, or is it both the Bible? Correct. Don't know. <laughs> Probably the old one. I don't know. It was one full of stories, but it was the family Bible, so the it wasn't one full like of stories. it was They're great. Full stories genuinely, it was great. I read it like it was worn out. I, I really used, enjoyed it. I used to love Aesop's Fables. That's not the same yeah. thing. Well. It's the same in terms of like... That's blasphemous now. Anyway, back to the complaining. So, uh, I called you the other day because I went into Kroger and I purchased myself some of the new Drew Barrymore makeup, which I was... Drew Barrymore, our fave. Yes. Flower makeup. And I was like, oh, this looks lovely. Flower beauty. Yeah. She looks very happy and colourful in these, you know, in these beauty shots. And I was like... Can I ask a question? What? Do you think Drew Barrymore, like, do you think you'd actually like to be made to her or do you think she'd be somebody who would like wear you out with her relentless happiness? She does always seem to be like delighted. I'd say she's not relentlessly happy at all. Oh. I'd say she's a high-low. say she's more like you. You know, ha- I mean, happy, but then, you know, emotional. A bit like Complex. Busy Phillips. Who seems to be very happy with her life, but is constantly crying and emotional too. What? I, excuse me. I'm not constantly crying. Sorry, I, mean, I said Busy Phillips. Oh, well, you said she's like you and Busy Phillips as yeah, well. Listen, it doesn't mean you're all the exact same, but there's this commonality of like very happy, you know, enjoys life, Smart, also has... Funny. Curly haired. Oh, go on. Anyway, in Kroger saw this makeup and I thought to myself, I'll try this because also it's like you know you're supporting a person versus not that she needs to be supported, but like there's a certain connection to versus a brand, you know. Yeah, that, uh, yeah, yeah. That you're buying. Yeah, Drew I like, Barrymore. I you're was not like, buying L'oreal. Oh, I'll try L'Oreal. this, right? Yeah, so I try this. Although it's it's probably owned by one of those, isn't it? Oh, no doubt. So anyway, I buy eyeliner. You can never have too many eyeliners. You can, but like I still. Love I them. And I I'm always one. well. I'm always looking for the good liquid eyeliner. Right. Good point. And and Sorry, a bronzer. You know what's a very very good liquid eyeliner. I'm going to stop interrupting you right after this. Are you? Yes. No. Soap and Glory. And you can get that in Walgreens. So I went into Kroger and I saw the Drew Barrymore beauty assortment selection, whatever you want to call it, line, flower makeup. Flower whatever. beauty, I think. Right. Flower beauty. And I bought an eyeliner because you never have too many good liquid eyeliners. Actually, I have none. So I bought one from her, like liquid eyeliner pen and a bronzer that I have to say, I did think to myself, is this a bit too, sp- too shimmery, right? It's hard to get a non-shimmery bronzer. A nice one like I do like the Charlotte Tilbury one I have a Chanel one I'll give you Because it just doesn't Like people love it And I did love it And then I put it on the other day And I was like I think because a lot of my makeup Is very pale And I don't do a lot of like Bronzing and contouring and stuff And now it just seems Way too dark on me or something But I have several But I'll like, give it to you It's probably you too dark I mean mine are pretty light Because I'm it's not a exactly orange. Yeah Anyway so I bought these two things And I put them in my bag Then I put the eyeliner on the next day And I was like Oh Oh I saw this weird tool For eyeliner application Have you seen that? Like a stencil or what? Um, Yeah, it was like a thing that you're, I mean, I don't know, I'll have to look it up afterwards, but like it was the Allure Beauty winner of the year. And I'm like, this is bizarre to me, but it was all about like how you get the perfect curve on your eye. Anyway, I'll find it later on, but I was wondering if I should try it. I've seen a lot of people doing tape. You know, if you do like a tiny little bit of tape under your eye and basically do your eyeliner on top of it, then it gives you like a perfect line. Oh my God. I just, I I just can't. I don't have, I mean, but anyway, they're always totally bandy and one is always totally different than the other. It's true. I mean, for everyone. For me. Anyway, so. Put them on, was delighted with myself. Potentially put on too much, like, because I was think I was overcorrecting the fact that I put too much on the second one and then had to go back and correct the first one, etc. Always happens. Took the bronzer out of my handbag and it had cracked, you know, the top part, like, because it was a kind of, it's quite dome-shaped, quite bulbous on the top. And the whole thing had cracked off in my handbag and was now like a powdery mess. In your, like, the powder was all in your handbag? No, no, inside the case, inside okay. the container. Don't but like, the just, minute the I opened it, I had to throw it in nightmare. the bin, you know. But actually, what actually happened was I opened it, got it all over my clothes and then had to throw oh. it in the bin. So I was, ra- I was raging with myself. Anyway, at about like 11 o'clock, go to the bathroom and see that my eyes now look like I have been, you know, I've looked entire panda. And nobody's told me I was at work, right? So I'm just like big black panda eyes. I mean, you think that like eyeliner is going to have some staying power, right? It's not just supposed to turn into pens- coal pencil. No, but I mean, eyeliner and mascara, because I have quite hooded eyes. They never stay like they just go all over my eyelid and all under my eyes. But then I saw somebody saying, if you put on your eyeliner and then put a little bit of powder with an eyeshadow brush on top of it and mm. under your eyes, it can stop it smudging. But I don't know. I think my oily face gets through. any. Kind I, of I also think the fact that you keep giving me tips of how to do things and immediately I'm like, I'm not, I'm not doing that. It's too much work. <laughs> that could be why this but is also not successful for me. Tips that I don't do. Oh, okay. Tips that I've like seen on TikTok but and there Instagram are. and like, that's interesting and never tried them. But it's more like these things are problems for everybody. Only I'm not willing to deal with them right? I'm like I have different expectations anyway so I called you up and I was like, these are crap right and you said well no you called me up and you were like, oh my god I just bought this bronzer and now and now it's broken um in tiny pieces blah blah and I said bring it back and I said kim would bring it back our friend who because because we had both had the same subscription to this succulent studio where they send you too many succulents each month and I basically I have Three surviving succulents now out of about 10. And I was telling her how my succulents all died. And she was like, Oh my God, like, you know, send them pictures and they'll send you new ones or complain. And I was like, Oh, I actually just think it's my problem. Like, I think I'm just not a good succulent mom. But Kim, I feel like, is a good person who, if something is even slightly wrong with something, will happily bring back. Well, I mean, a good person. It's not good if that's your business, right? Because I also think I have another friend who who you also know who has, every time she gets a bunch of flowers, like, I'd I'd say it's 50 50 if she won't be requesting a replacement. You know, I mean, I don't think I I think once I asked for a replacement from books when I had that subscription, when everything arrived dead, like everything was literally dead. She would be more like this only lasted 10 days. Oh, yeah, yeah, I get you. You know, I'm more like this actually arrived in terrible condition. Like I have some plants that I ordered recently that arrived dead that I still have not gotten around to saying, hey, these were dead. Can you replace them? I think that that's a different consideration anyway. And I said, well, you know, what? you said, send the back. I said, oh, no, no, I'm not going to do that. But I was like, I'm definitely going to write a review, which then led me to think, well, I mean, of course I didn't write a review. Because the other thing is, I mean, they don't make it super easy. Because once you want to write a review, you then have to sign in, make an account. I'm like, oh, God, no, thanks. Oh, yeah. I mean, also, and then I start thinking that, I mean, I also feel like when I'm complaining, my my writing or like my points become very rambling. I, I Like I give this entire backstory and, and it's like nobody actually cares. You I know? know what you mean. But I think also because you work in like retail more or less you know what I mean like in a retail environment and I've worked in retail you also want to justify it because you don't want to be the kind of person who's just like oh god com- they'll complain about anything do you know what I mean so like when I'm when I'm giving complaints and I'm like you know I don't think this was like, what did I complain about recently where I was like I just don't think this was up to par I was expecting xyz and I feel like and I like like that I was writing leave insert essay about it because I was literally oh, like, yeah, I didn't yeah, want them just yeah. to think that I was like I thought this was black and it was dark brown you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Well, I complained recently to anthropology over these chairs that oh, you yeah. also purchased, right? Mm-hmm. And they have, the ones that I bought have a, a like a carved, uh, sorry, a molded plywood seat, like very simple. And then metal, metal legs, metal legs. And they're held in place with these little plastic casters that kind of hold, what would you call them? Brackets? Kind of brackets, yeah. Yeah. And they screw into the base, but they also hold the legs in place. Anyway, One by one, these things have broken. I have six chairs and on each one of them, there's now about one intact. So I called up anyway and they were like, oh, sorry, it's been it's been over 12 months since you purchased these chairs. And I said, yeah, well, you know, it's been 13 months. But like I wasn't thinking that I said, but regardless, you know, this is these things are faulty because I'm not asking to replace it because I don't like it or because you know, I said, but they're faulty. Every single one of them has broken. Well, it's been 12 months. I said, listen, I spent nearly $1,000 on this. I bought six yeah, they're, chairs. They're $150 each, weren't they? Yeah, About at least, that. right? I said, I spent nearly $1,000 on these. they make me think I didn't spend $1,000 on them. Anyway, that yeah, that would be $900. Yeah. So I spent nearly $1,000 on these. I um, I don't expect my furniture to, like, to break after a year. Yeah, well, sorry, you know, it's been a year. I said, could I speak to a manager? The managers aren't here right now. I go, okay, well, I'd like to you know, I'd like to speak to a manager. Well, it's been over 12 months. I go, are you telling me that anthropology's policy is that after 12 months, like I, my, my, I should expect to replace my furniture every 12 months? I would consider that very reasonable. I go, well, I would not consider that reasonable. Well, I'm sorry that you disagree with our policy. I go, don't disagree with your policy, but these things are obviously faulty. Then I got into such a blind rage that I couldn't even talk anymore. Mm -hmm. So finally, I hang up, right? And what I mean, I was like, thanks very much for like your zero help. And it was being recorded. I was also very conscious of that if I ever came back and needed to like bring this out in court, I didn't want to be saying something, you know. You didn't want to be like, fuck you. Yeah, exactly. So anyway, get Don to call up. Don calls up because he's an amazing complainer as an American. Like he will call up and he will complain like he's complained to AT&T and gotten so many refunds of ridiculous things like you know when you go to Ireland and you get your and you're accidentally data roaming even though your phone is turned off and he's gotten these things refunded because he calls up and he just yells at them right and I go and I just can't do it because I'm I'm genuinely yelling Whereas he's like Fake yelling To get his point oh, yeah, across yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? And then he gets off the phone And he's calm Whereas yeah. we yell And we get off the phone We're crying Yeah exactly And I'm like hysterical My heart's beating I'm exhausted. all shaking Oh my god yeah. I'm exhausted yeah. to, lie down. to lie down Yeah. So when he calls up He gets to speak to the manager The manager says Oh no problem I'll send you these clips they never arrived. Oh. Yeah. So now Dad has 3D printed me all these replacement oh, I clips. Know. They're, are, they're 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 taking up space in my box from months. Yeah, but I am going to write to anthropology and say that was appalling yeah. customer service because like that is not okay. I mean, after do you actually expect to, to replace your furniture once a year? No. Mom and Dad have had their furniture for their entire lives and probably the lives of whoever they got the furniture I mean, from. If if I was to buy six chairs and I mean this this doesn't even this still shouldn't happen, but if I was to buy six chairs from Amazon and they were fifteen dollars each and they fell apart after a year, I might be like, oh, I probably should have forked out in the more expensive chairs. But like anything that's over, like any piece of furniture, like... But I mean, they were the most simple chairs. It's not like... Yeah, yeah, these yeah. are also... Sim- like, And also, and then when I went on to the reviews... The reviews all said the same thing. Oh, did it? They? But they're yeah. also not like show chairs. They're not like beautiful plush No, These arm are super chairs that you'd functional have in your, chairs, quote unquote. Good room. Yes, yes. they're just chairs. These like, are they're functional kitchen, kitchen dining chairs. chairs. Exactly. Yeah. And yeah, they all said the same thing. The brackets broke. Blah blah. And you're like, that's you obviously have a product issue here. Yeah. This is not a I changed my mind and no, I don't this like is it. No, a and, manufacturing problem. And I'm treating it badly. Yeah. So actually, now that I'm and now I'm enraged again, I have to write them. But anyway, I'm not an effective <laughs> complainer at all. Well, you know, I bought a pair of Alexander McQueen runners from Brown Thomas probably about six years ago. Now, do you remember the ones they had that were like a little bit like Commerce with they had stars? They're like black stars. They were white, they had black stars on the side and i bought them with cuz when you when you go to the brand thomas fashion show you get a 200 euro voucher towards shoes right but i obviously added another 250 because they're 450 that's how they get you every time every single time because <laughs> the only shoes you can buy in brand thomas are 200 euro i mean that sounds ridiculous are but a pair are, of socks but are the carvella or the maybe dune and i just don't like them that much and oh, I, I, don't have know, my me, I know it's tough for us it's very difficult where would you get what did you do Kirk the other day Geiger. what did you do the other day to actually get that blister Look at your foot! Oh no, I put on my sandals. I walked from my house to your car. I walked from your car to a cafe. I walked from a cafe back to your car, like with the children having the had children, having had hot having, having had, had delicious cho- waffles and then both spilling and hot chocolate, chocolate milk everywhere, spilled all over you. Yeah, I walked probably ten meters back to the car. Then we drove over to Target, and I walked around Target for approximately thirty minutes, slowly, very slowly, shuffled around Target like a pregnant person. Yeah. in in like <laughs> fake Birkenstocks, and then I had a blister. <laughs> And I did. Like, you I saw did, it. You yeah, did. thanks. Unless you had it before and you hadn't told no. <laughs> me. Beatrice, if I had a blister, you'd know all about it. Oh, yeah, it's true. It's no true. way I wouldn't have told you. I mean, anyway. it's true. There you go. Complain to me, but you can't complain. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Excuse me, Target. These, these $10 sandals are giving me a blister. Actually, that's the Amazon $15 chair. Yeah, you're yeah, like, I suppose exactly. the blister comes like, with it. Okay, so, go on. Long story short, bought these shoes, showed them to Instagram, right? This is actually like the main problem for me was that I showed them to Instagram and I was like, got these shoes. I know they're ridiculous, but I love them, blah, blah, blah. Wore them maybe three times. They were fucking incredibly uncomfortable, right? It's the one thing. So I was like determined to break them in. But then I noticed that the front, the toe oh. cap, was coming away from the sole. Like just peeling away. And I was like, that's really bad. Like they were so expensive. And like surely that's a fault. So I brought them back in. And also because I told Instagram. So I told Instagram this as well. Do you know what I mean? I was like, oh my God, my new shoes, blah, blah, blah. Brought them into Brent Thomas and was like, These are faulty. I'd like a refund. And the manager was basically like, oh, we don't give refunds. You know, oh, no, 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 no. Her thing was, well, these have obviously been worn. And I was like, yeah, they have been worn three times. Like, you know, they were worn, but they weren't filthy. But I was like, they're worn. Like, you can't resell them, but they are faulty. Yeah, but I have an expectation that like what I purchase is like has a certain quality to it, right? Yeah, Yeah. And I was like, they're faulty. I'd like a refund. She goes, "Mm, I mean, that's just the way they're made. And I'm like, yes, faultily. You know, badly made I would like, you know I want my money back She was like Well, the thing is We're entitled to offer you uh, A refund or a repair And I said, great I'd like to choose a refund And she was like Oh no, no, you don't get to choose We get to choose So we'll send them off to be repaired I was like I don't want them to be repaired Like this shouldn't have happened After three wears I want my money back. Anyway So she was ref- she was basically like No, our policy is You've worn them We're not giving you a refund I was like They're literally faulty But then I like I did the total dick thing and I contacted the PR people because I was basically going, I've already talked to Instagram about this and I didn't want to go back onto Instagram and be like, they're telling me I can't get a refund because it looks really bad for them as well. But then of course the PR person was like, Go in and talk to this person. Then they gave me the refund. Yeah, good. Which like I felt kind of bad about it. But you know what as well? That just goes to show, I think, you just can't drop these things. I remember telling mom. Yeah, you can't. When I worked in Zara, right? I was just about to ask this story. <laughs> yeah, when I worked in Zara, people used to come in for refunds. I I remember like one of the main things they'd come in with. It's like, I bought this wool jumper and now it's a child's wool jumper. And you'd go, how did you wash it? And they'd go, put it in the machine 30 degrees. And you'd be like, it says hand wash only. They'd be like, well, I didn't know that. And you're like, well, it says on the label. So half the time they'd go off in a rage going like, well, that's ridiculous. And, the, and also because like the wool jumpers were something like 22 euros. So how would you know? You, know I mean? you just think they were cheap jumpers you can put in the washing machine. But anyway, the people who basically didn't give up Who stood there and were like I'd like to talk to a manager I'd like to talk to another manager I'd like to talk to another manager And now I'd like to talk to Like Mr. Ortega from Inditex I'd like to talk to (laughs) God About this problem that I'm having And they just would not leave And eventually One of the managers Just be like Just getting their money back Just because they'd be Standing at the till They'd be causing Like not shouting or anything Just like causing Everyone to be stressed Going this person's never leaving But I remember you had Some good advice for mother on this So I told mom which I slightly now regret for the sake of all the retail workers in Ireland, I told mom I was like, well, like whatever happens, whenever you, like, if ever you're complaining, and, you know, not that I was like, bring back everything, but if ever something happens, something's to you're bringing it back. Just don't move. Because they often try to shuffle you away from the till because they want to, they want to get you away from all the other customers so you're not, like, causing a scene. And I was like, just don't move. Just say, no, I'm fine. I'll wait here. And so now this is what mom does. <laughs> so whenever she goes to complain about anything, she'll go up to the, up to the till and they'll go okay you know could you step aside like while we're waiting for the manager and I'll serve the next customer and she's like no I'm fine and she just stands there and I think it were I don't think I don't know a time that it hasn't worked for her that she like she gets the refund every single time yeah because they're like get this woman out of here yeah 100% yeah yeah yeah. Yeah, yeah, 100% but like basically it's not even about because I was gonna say like the more polite you are the less likely you are to get your refund that's not it but it's like the more like the quieter you are. And the more The calmer and the more persistent Well no Yes Persistence But I was going to say like The quieter and nicer you are The more likely you are To get fobbed off Mm -hmm. But the firmer you are When you're like No This is faulty I would like my money back And I'm not moving But see I didn't do that In Brent Thomas Because I was like Embarrassed because I think I always just feel like when I went to Brantham, they they, they they look at me like I'm a scruff. But isn't there a difference between, like, for example, with that anthropology example? There's a difference between I'm returning this because I changed my mind and this is faulty, right? Oh, one hundred Don't you have does the one year warranty still like is it still? I don't actually know the legal implications because they also vary from country to country. But like, are you eligible to say like this is faulty? I mean, you are. I mean, even if there's a one year warrant, like one year guarantee, Or whatever one return policy, not a guarantee. That's yes, not what I'm trying yeah. to say. Does the one-year return policy only cover change of mind, or does it also cover, like, defects? In Ireland, as far as I know, the timed return policy, whether it's a month, three months, six months, I mean, it's never six months, it's like a month, and then I think something like next is maybe three months, and maybe, like, Argos, but I could be wrong. Those return policies cover, I changed my mind, I didn't like it, I didn't like it, it didn't fit me, whatever. But if something is faulty in the consumer rights in Ireland, you have an expectation of uh, that it's fit for purpose. And that can kind of vary. So like if you buy a pair of leather shoes, you can argue these should be fit for purpose for three years, as long as I'm not like like climbing Kilimanjaro in them. So how long should my kitchen chairs be fit for purpose? I think more than 12 months, oh, right? Oh, I think definitely more than because 12 months. Because apart from something else, even when you order them, I would say it then took probably six weeks for me to get them. Yeah. So, so that's I am I'm weeks raging. Space. period I mean the thing is the problem with comparing it to something like mom and dad or like our parents is that things were much better quality 20 and 30 in some instances yes yeah yeah of course well I mean I would say so I work at Vera Bradley as you know and we have a return policy which is basically no matter what the customer is right so I actually think that's really interesting because I saw a comment on on Facebook there's a group called the Vera Bradley buzz yeah so basically I'll I'll tell you because I've been following this group as well. And I can tell you more objectively because I don't work for Vera Bradley. There's this group on Facebook that I also joined called the Vera Bradley Buzz that is populated by I mean obviously me a lurker but also the most enthusiastic loyal committed Vera Bradley fans. Of whom you are rapidly becoming one because oh the my things God. that you say are very Vera Bradley bulls. <laughs> yes. True and I also have to show you the picture of because I put all my Vera Bradley bags up on the shelf in my <laughs> walk-in wardrobe and I literally look like because they frequently share pictures going here's how I store my Veras and it's literally like 57 tote bags. It's a full room in many cases. I mean, it's amazing. It's kind of like Michael Jackson's Neverland but without the weirdness. (laughs) Just (laughs) all Vera probably so it's amazing. Well, one of them posted, so they post stories about like I bought this and do you like this? And then they post reviews to each other and they ask each other advice. And one of them posted and said, I have this bag that I bought, like um, that my mom bought for me at Vera Bradley, you know, 18 months ago. I've decided I've grown tired of the pattern so I shall return it. And, you know, for a refund, which I thought was hilarious. Like I've been literally using it yeah. for a year and a half. And there was no, this wasn't, I mean, she wasn't pretending she hadn't. She was literally like, I've gotten a bit sick of the pattern. So she goes, and they, and so after, so they're like, report back, tell us how you get on. She's like, oh, no problem. Brought it in. They gave me a full refund. And I bought, I bought a replacement, same bag, different, more updated pattern. I was like... That is, that's customer service. That's what I want. Oh my God, my eyes have literally lit up with the possibilities. I'm like all the stuff in my wardrobe over the years that I've like, sick of this, sick of this, sick of this. Worn this 10 million times, 10 holes in the crotch. Let's exchange it for a new pair. You know what I mean? (laughs) Exactly. Oh my yeah God, but they my don't My life would be so much easier But I mean, it's really I mean but it is Excellent customer service Because mm-hmm. like the amount Of goodwill that you generate You know is Is more valuable Than the argument You're going to have at the till Now I'm sure there are Exceptions to this story And I'm sure if people Are listening and they'd be like Well I once tried to return A beer Bradley And had no joy etc Yeah I'm sure Yeah yeah for but everything like, Yeah but and I'm in sure general, there's somebody Out there who tried to return Their Alexander McQueen runners And had no problem We'd like to hear from you <laughs> And we'd like to hear if you did think they were faulty or did Rosemary just have a faulty pair? Well, it reminds me of, do you know, our aunt Ursula, mm-hmm. who is, mm-hmm. I'd say, a vocal champion of her own rights. Yeah. And right? I think would vocally champion your rights as the well. The rights of others. Yes, probably. The the rights are just a vocal champion of rights that she deems to be infringed upon. Yes. Right. So she's definitely Fair. rather opinionated individual, <laughs> a wonderfully intelligent woman and once purchased herself a pair of shoes. Do you remember this story? Yeah. I think, weren't they campers or something? Like, like you know, proper, quote unquote, proper leather shoes. And what happened? They started letting in water, wasn't it? I can't remember what happened. But anyway, she decided. I mean, I think they were actually faulty. And she went up to the, she went back went back to the shop to return them. Yeah. She went in to return them saying, these are letting in water. And I think the woman was like, oh, well, you shouldn't be wearing them in, you shouldn't be wearing them in, in the, the rain. And she was like, they're shoes. Like, they go on my feet and occasionally one gets caught in the rain or, you know, the, the ground is wet. Well, what happened was, yeah, as well, she she's, she said, these are faulty. And the woman at the cash register said, well, we haven't had any other complaints. You know, so really it must be how you are using these shoes. And I said, exactly, exactly. You haven't had any other complaints. Therefore, my pair is faulty. If the rest are not faulty, I have a faulty pair because you haven't had these complaints. So obviously nobody else has this issue. So mine are faulty. So continued, I have no doubt to persist and was successful back. in getting her uh-huh. money back, right? So again, back yeah. to your point of don't back down. No, I mean if you believe you are like if you're genuinely incorrect, I'm not. I'm not at all suggesting that people should go in and complain about you know, yes, something they put in the washing machine that said hand wash only. Yeah. Like, get a grip. Sorry, but like. That's. I mean, we all hate hand washing things, and all my hand washing things now go in the washing machine under delicate. But I would never dream of bringing it back to be like this thing you told me to hand wash that I that I ignored your instructions has fallen apart. Okay, well, I've thought of a couple of other now complaints that are more food related because obviously during the pandemic I've had reason to order lots more food and order lots more delivery food. Well, actually, that's more you more um, takeouts, right, oh. takeaways than ever before. But I did get very annoyed with Kroger. So I w- we were doing our, like, I don't know, three times a week shopping at this point. <laughs> I was um, meant to say weekly, and then I was like, that's not Yeah, right. no, not really. We do like, our big weekly shop, and then halfway through, you're like, I forgot this and I forgot that, shop. and we need more milk. And, you know... Whatever, I, I forgot to get toilet paper. The usual, right? And when we weren't like when nobody was going anywhere, obviously every everything was delivered. You know, mm-hmm. they but they also do substitutes. And Don is the worst, oh, yeah. right? Because they'll I'll say text me. So he has the he has control of the Kroger account, which was a mistake from the get go. Yeah, like it goes to his phone, and he yeah. refuses, as you know, to answer text messages. Yeah. So right? basically, just just to explain, because we definitely don't have. Well, you can do Tesco online at home, but we don't have the same way. So like, you'll get a text to say, Darren has started doing your shopping. We'll let you know about any substitutions. And then you get messages regularly saying, they didn't have your Heinz baked beans. So we're giving you these like black, black Mexican beans, and you're like, absolutely not, it's not the same <laughs> thing. You know what I mean? So like you, you get the option to say yes or no. Yeah, you don't get the option to say try something time. else, but you get the option to say no, thanks, right? Or you can say accept no substitutions, which I've done a couple of times, and then you basically get like four things out of your I shopping know, you get half your shopping. Yeah, so that's a less, disaster, right? Yeah. So you know, you kind of have to put up with so anyway, Don as you know, is not good at answering his texts. So they'll write, Susan, your shopper, has started shopping and the food will arrive and I'll go, Don, what the hell is this? Like, what's this coffee? What's this? And he goes, oh, yeah, they were texting. I ignore those texts. So it's so (laughs) annoying. And then he'll pick up his phone and go, oh, look at this nonsense. 15 things. He'd be scrolling through. They had nothing. I'm like, oh, my God, I need to get a hold of his phone the minute this happens. Right. But of course, I never do. So anyway, after a couple of very unsatisfactory shops, I I was unpacking the food and I was getting more and more peeved. I'm like, what the hell is this? Like, there was, I had I had requested Philadelphia cream cheese and a couple of other things. And I was opening, you know, I was taking it th- and it was Philadelphia cream cheese with chives and garlic. Phil- oh, strawberry flavored Philadelphia cream cheese. Oh, I cheese. That in your fridge and I was yeah, very confused I mean, about it. Then there was like, bread with hazelnut swirl, bread with chocolate swirl. I was like, I just want some toasting bread, right? So I sat down at my computer and I never complained to Groger because I'm also like, you know, it was a pandemic, like get over yeah, yourself. Yeah. Now, this was about nine months into the pandemic. So we'd all gotten a little bit more, you know, intolerant, should I say. Well, I mean, I'm speaking for myself, I'm making an excuse for myself. It's not fair. No, I, I was, I was in it. Maybe it was just in a bad mood. Who knows? Anyway sit down at the computer and start typing like an irate message to Kroger. I'm like, you know, this is unacceptable. In what world is cream cheese? I mean, now that I think about it, I'm like so embarrassing. I was like, these are not substitutions. And I have stayed quiet until now, (laughs) but I can no longer stay silent. I've stayed silent long enough. It's time for a protest. Yeah. So I sent this like really irate message and I was like, I am an excellent customer. I am probably one of their best customers. So you are. I am an excellent customer and I, you know, I want more care taken to my, so I get this like long apologetic message anyway back. And they're like, well, you know, what can we do for you? Please call us if you'd like to discuss further. I was like, no, no, no. You're just, yeah, I was like, I just want to complain, right? I was like, I just want you to like tell, you know, whoever to like, just be careful with those subs. Anyway, then Don's like, lunchtime. Okay. So <laughs> I go into the kitchen to see what's going on. And was like, yes, let me try my strawberry cream cheese. Give me my hazelnut bread I was like Oh <laughs> My god <laughs> He had requested these. He had re- he had gone in on top of my shopping list And added all these things And he was like I was like what do you mean My Strawberry cream cheese Don's like Well yeah Bo He wants these treats He wanted to try a couple of things So I let him try them I was like Could somebody have told me Then I was I mean you know you're like I actually I'm losing it now I'm I'm did being apologize entirely Did you apologise or did you just like Go and hide from the oh computer Oh my god Entirely hid from the computer Well Similarly the other day, I, despite living 11 minutes less, probably eight minutes from our local McDonald's. Sorry, excuse to, me, resume. Despite living 30 seconds from your fridge and cooker. Oh, Beatrice, don't upset me. The other day, so the boys were there. It was Monday or Tuesday. And I was trying to be like a cool stepmom. And I was like, what do we have for lunch? And I said, we order McDonald's, right? Basically, because I wanted McDonald's. I was hoping they got on board. William, little creep, I'm just going to have cereal. It's like, oh my God. Last night I said, well, we'll get Outback Steakhouse, and Nash goes, I really just want a salad. A salad? A salad. Sorry, I don't mean to say it's a horrified. Like, a nice no. salad is nice. And but I like, have to so say, I was like, I don't have any ingredients for a salad. Then I look out the window, I'm like, I could actually go out and cut the kale that I planted. Oh, he wouldn't like a kale <laughs> God salad. God forbid. forbid. What? He wouldn't like a kale salad, would he? I, I like he, kale. I don't but know, like, I like kale too. Why wouldn't he? He's desperate healthy I now. Don't know. Is he? Yeah, I mean, he's trying. Anyway, so I decided to order McDonald's for myself and Finn, basically, because William was like, I want cereal. So. Despite living eight minutes from McDonald's and actually in hindsight I should have just gone and done the drive through because that would have put in some time whereas otherwise I'm like sitting there going oh my god oh my god we've all been here together for 20 minutes and it feels like 16 hours <laughs> My god like the other day I was like god it must be lunchtime. I looked at my watch it was 10am I was wrecked we'd already like painted jumped on the trampoline for ages so taking videos of them doing cartwheels on the trampoline done like played with Play-Doh and I was like 10am. I well, know you do do a lot with them. No, I don't, I don't do anything with them. I just let them do what they, like I just get out the things and then I ignore them. It's you know a lot of work. Well, that's actually true. Anyway, so order this McDonald's, right? And I'll tell you, i get into this story now because it honestly enraged me. So on the app, on the DoorDash app, I think it's the same on Deliveroo, you can see where your person is who's picking up your food and you can see where your food is, right? So my food is like two seconds away from my house, right? We'll just ignore that. That's beside the point. My dasher, who's going to get it, is miles away. And I'm like, that's weird that, because basically I think what happens is it goes out in the app and goes, Zembly want this pickup and, and you, like you, the dasher can say yes. So I'm like, why did he say yes? That's miles away from him. So he drives towards McDonald's and then he turns off and drives slightly backwards and parks in this like row of shops, right? So I'm literally watching the app as it's like, your order is ready for pickup. We're waiting for your dasher. I'm like, I'm like imagining the chips, the steam disappearing off the chips, right? By the second frantically. And I'm like, oh my God, where is our food? I'm looking at him and he's still just sitting outside this place and I'm like, what the fuck is he doing? And I'm like, he's obviously doing another pickup and I was in a rage, so I text him and I'm like, <laughs> you texted? Him. Yeah, because you can text your dad, communicate God with your driver, right? So I text him and I was like, emergency, hi. need McDonald's stop. I was like, hi Andrew. And I didn't say anything about McDonald's. I said <laughs> my food, my food or my order. I said, hi Andrew. It seems like you've been delayed. If you have another order to pick up, maybe you could. Cancel the. Maybe you could decline. May, yeah, maybe you could decline and let another dasher pick it up. And he writes back: There was a problem with the traffic, and I had to reroute. Reroute. And I was like, hmm. So then he sits outside this shop <laughs> for another. Drew. Yeah, he sits outside this place for another five minutes, and I meanwhile I'm looking on Google Maps, going, "Where is he?" And I'm like, then I start looking on Street View. I'm like, it is another restaurant. He is just picking up another order. Right? I was like, honestly, he was investigating this. So then I went on to DoorDash, and I was like, literally, it's like Muncher. She wrote. Imagining me like tapping away at the keyboard. He said it's my knife and fork and I'm just banging them (laughs) off the table. So anyway. It's like imagining my caramel sundae turning to sludge. I have no doubt. Yeah. Hardening. Getting that horrible film on it. Yeah. It was actually fine. I have to say. Anyway. It's not the point. Then I go on to DoorDash and I'm like, I'm just going to complain to them. And I was like, hi, you know. Just to let you know, I'm waiting for my gourmet cuisine instead. I was like, I'm just waiting for my lunch. I've been waiting like it was something like forty minutes at that point. Ten really, minutes. That's the thing with ha- that's what happens in America. Your idea of like a reasonable amount of time to wait because like you'll see when you go to restaurants with Americans. Oh, oh my god, Brandon! It's yeah, actually, like we've been sitting here fifteen minutes, like in between courses. I'm like, so yeah, like your grand. My, my food digesting, is digesting yeah. Yeah, exactly, you're, and you're having a chat. Or like client. we arrived and I'm 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 happy to order a glass. It's like yeah, where are they with my menus? Where yeah, yeah, yeah. this is. I this know. has been too long But it's also because Like they eat dinner at 5 And want to be in bed by 7.30 That's only in Fort Wayne But like oh, yeah, it, anywhere in the States well,
0: There is Time zero is money in
2: America based. Yeah and then they're like I'm not tipping them You're like God bless them This is their money Just like, like Brandon tips Brandon tips Except not delivery people But anyway Not not delivery people But if he does pick up in a restaurant He doesn't tip Which I'm kind of mm, on the fence about I'm kind of on the fence about that I'm like too. I'd give them a fiver Give so them something small. I'd give them something too Yeah go on Anyway so I get onto DoorDash and I'm like, hi, I've been waiting for your order. Like originally it said 12.17. I remember this vividly. Originally it said 12.17. Then it suddenly changed to 12.35. Now it says 12.47 and my Dasher seems to be sitting outside another restaurant. Um, I suspect he's on another job and, and I would like to be. Oh my God. <laughs> I suspect he's on another. Poor and I was really Andrew. getting carried away. I was like, I would like to have another Dasher assigned to me. I would like to have another Dasher spit in my chips. Poor Andrew. <laughs> so the problem is, right, while I'm having this chat with her, I can't look at the map. And so she she then gets back, bitch. She goes, as one of our most loyal customers, I'm like, stop (laughs) shaming me. What I want you to say is like, we know this is your first time ever ordering from DoorDash. We want to make it a special experience This is your first McDonald's this week. (laughs) It wasn't even. It was my second. Anyway. I know. No, my second was on one. Just keep going. So she assigns me a new Dasher. And then as soon as I click out of the chat, I realize Andrew's basically at McDonald's. But it's too late now. He's... He's out oh, And we got a new Dasher Poor Andrew I know And actually the food was hot So I was wondering afterwards If they maybe just Did it again Because I was like Do you not think like Poor Andrew I mean God love him Like I can't believe You're bullying a Dasher Listen Andrew shouldn't have Taken the job If he was absolutely Miles away And he shouldn't have Taken the job If he was then Going to sit outside Another right. shop for 15 minutes I'd say it's hard Being a Dasher all the, the same Yeah that was really mean but I can't I, believe you couldn't Wait half an hour For your chips It was Finn He was starving Okay The child Tell the tomato ketchup story That you talked about earlier on Oh God! It's not my first foray into like fast food complaints. Well, th- this actually wasn't fast food, and I maintain that I was correct about this. Right, one day I think it was who was it? Me and me and Stephen. I think it was me and Stephen or me and Liam, like me and one one of my myriad exes. Went. What do you mean, Stephen and I? Me and Stephen went. went. Stephen and I (laughs) went. each went. went. I love the way you had to put that together. I'm like, wait a second. (laughs) Stephen and I were eating in this fish and chip restaurant in Hoth, right? You better get your grammar better now for this baby, for this baby's born. You want this baby talking proper. No, this baby will be, what's my least favorite Americanism? What's the one they say all the time? Oh, there's... I'm good. I mean, all of that. But there's another one that... I can't actually remember I'll have to try and think of it There's a particularly irritating one That drives me mad God you are actually A desperate complainer I'm noticing in this oh, episode I'm such a complainer <laughs> Bran is always telling the boys To pick up their rooms I'm like that's not possible Pick up things from your room Pick up things on the floor of your room Tidy your room Tidy your room Exactly Boys go and pick up your rooms And I'm imagining them Lifting the rooms up on their shoulders But like, They're only tiny Anyway So Stephen and I Went to this fish and chip restaurant In Hoth It was basically like A glorified chipper But like nice You know what I mean So you can order your fish and chips Or you can get prawns Or you can get whatever so why did you have to kind of say that, like glorified chipper? It sounded like you didn't think it was nice. That sounded kind of... Well, because uh, this will this make sense of a second. honestly. No, no, this will make sense in a second. So we arrived, we sat down, we ordered our fish and chips, which are basically like delicious chipper chips, but slightly nicer. And then, you know, there's like proper crockery and proper uh, cutlery. And, you know, you're having a nice meal. And then they had the ketchup in one of these big squeezy tomatoes. And when I squeezed out a healthy dollop of ketchup onto my plate and tasted it, I realised that it was not, in fact, the Heinz or chef that I was expecting. Chef, I'll take it a pinch. Heinz, my favourite. But, you know, like restaurant, you can choose. But it was, in fact, the one that you get in the giant tub from Musgraves. You know, the real vinegary ketchup. You probably, you don't have a discerning ketchup palette like I do. Excuse me. (laughs) Do you know what I mean, though? The cheap ketchup. I know what you mean, but I mean, OK, go on. Yeah, and I just was like, you know what? This isn't good enough because I'm. you're paying, like, each of our meals was about 25 euro. Your voice has gotten very high pitched. I know, because so I'm feeling very defensive because <laughs> you're looking very judgmental <laughs> about this. But anyway, basically, I, like, I didn't, I obviously ate every single
0: Oh and yeah. ketchup I'm and every sure single crumb of chips,
2: right? Clean that plate. Yeah, every single Jack bit of Sprat. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, Jack Sprat could eat no fi- f- fat. I'm Jack Spratt's wife. Oh, okay. His wife could eat <laughs> no lean. I'm okay, like sucking up Jack the oil off, off the chips. Fat. Yeah. <laughs> So anyway, at the end, when she came around, she said, how was everything? And I said, everything was delicious. I said, the one thing I would say is, I was a bit disappointed. <laughs> oh my God, I can't. <laughs> poor I was a bit Stephen. disappointed with the ketchup.
1: <laughs> <laughs> this poor this waiter.
2: waiter this God really bless. really making me think I have no problem complaining. <laughs> <laughs> See, like a, disappointed with the ketchup, I would have expected (laughs) I'm her chef. (laughs) And rosemary. <laughs> like, I just think the ketchup kind of ruined the flavour. I'm sure anyone was like, You're not supposed to put ketchup on fish. <laughs> you know, fucking dingbat. But like, I like ketchup. <laughs> <But I'm laughs> even... And this poor woman, did she have to keep a straight face and like really oh my, deal with it? No, you? she looked raging. She literally, <laughs> she literally went, Okay, thanks. <laughs> And I was, at the time, I was irate. I was like, she could have said sorry. The state of (laughs) you. But it really made me think now. If I went back to that restaurant, I'd bring my own ketchup sachets. That's why I keep them in the drawer from McDonald's. (laughs) Is that why you order from McDonald's so often? So you have a healthy supply of sachets. sachets. Yeah, good job. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks. The other day they didn't give me any, even though I requested them. Uh I should have complained about that as well. <laughs> yeah, I actually have now decided you are fully, you are fully American. You have fully integrated into the culture, and you are the biggest complainer I know. Crocs now as well, but you know, actually, you were uh, even complaining about your Crocs the other day. Oh, very sweaty. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Do you know? You're one. You went from DoorDash. After she assigned the new dasher, she so also gave me a ten dollar credit. The result? I'm telling you, complaining pays off. And like, mm, it shouldn't necessarily. Well, I was in the right, Beatrice. My McDonald's from around the corner should not have taken 46 minutes. Rosemary, honest to God, you spent more time, like your time, time (laughs) is valuable. You spent more time now worrying about that McDonald's than the McDonald's cost itself. And it took about four minutes to eat. So you're obviously the queen complainers. I had no idea. What would you, uh, what would your hot tips be for people now to wrap it up? (laughs) Bring your own ketchup. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, What would be my hot tips? I mean, Be polite. Be persistent if you're bringing something back in a shop. Don't allow yourself to be shoved aside into a corner so that you can not disturb their flow. Because somehow I don't think you're at risk of that. <laughs> if something is faulty, don't blame yourself. You know, if you're, you've bought a pair of very very expensive runners and they have a hole in them, that's not your fault. They're obviously faulty, as Ursula would say. I suppose ugh, when I was when I was younger, or like in the past, I would have complained by by not giving as good a tip. If you know what I mean Especially like If the food wasn't good I'd be like Well that's not worth But now I'm like You know what If the service is good I'll still tip But I try to and Sometimes I sometimes I do feel mortified I don't feel mortified Through the door dash Because nobody can see my face That's fine right That's the coward's way out But that's Like I, I do enjoy that I And mean, I obviously didn't feel mortified That day in Hoth Because I was like I'm in Hoth I'm sure people complain About less than this I'd say they do Some Beatrice <laughs> Jesus, this is going off the wrong direction. Thanks so much for well, listening. No, no, I no, think our what? tips are... No, no, you no. Know, stand no, no, up for stop, yourself. Stop. What I was going to say was, <laughs> if there's something wrong with the food, mm-hmm. I think it is worth pointing out, you know, and going, actually, this was a bit tough or... Salty. Well, no, I love salty things. So I no, know no, no, like about obs- that. obscenely salty. Yes, this is too salty or... This was very spicy when it said it was going to be medium and I was a bit surprised or whatever, just to give them feedback. But don't punish the wait staff. Do you think you need to get into like, do you think you need to get into how you felt? Because I, I don't know that you need to say I was a bit surprised or I felt upset. Could you just say like this was a little bit saltier than anticipated or you said this would be spicy, but this, in fact okay. it smiled. OK, the sentence this was saltier than anticipated could also be translated as I was surprised by how salty this is. So we're both correct. OK, great. Thanks so much for listening to Thanks Not Without My Sister. So Hopefully lot. next time I'll be without my sister. And I can just tell my stories and not I can not just complain all by myself. <laughs> I just complain for 45 minutes non-stop on my own. Thank you so much for listening. You can get us on Instagram at Rosemary McCabe and at Beardson McCabe with A's and our max. The podcast is on Instagram at Not Without My Sister. The website's notwithoutmysis.com and you can email us notwithoutmysis at gmail.com Now shut up for a second. I was just a bit Catch up <laughs> for a second. <laughs> I was this is going to be my my new catchphrase. I was I was just a bit disappointed with the ketchup. <laughs> Can you please stop? I need to add another thing. I'm sorry. <laughs> so stupid and if you'd like to support not without my sister we're now on patreon at patreon.com slash not without my sister where for five dollars a month which i think works out at about four euro fifty ish seven australian dollars apparently you can sign up to support the podcast you'll get an extra exclusive bonus episode every friday and you'll get our regular episodes a little bit early and totally ad free Not Without My Sister is produced by Liam Garrity. Sound and original music by Don Kirkland. And our original illustration is by Lindsay Nielsen.
0: Not Without My Sister is a member of The Warren, the home of great Irish podcasts. As is my podcast, Meet Your Maker. You'll find more great shows at thewarren.ie. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavourless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better?